The All Black Podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black become the best-run teams in sport. To listen to this episode and all the All Black Podcasts, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Kurofano, welcome to episode three of the All Black podcast, powered by SAP. And I was excited last week. It was a week out from the Test match. We had Richie McCaw in the studio to talk about his All Blacks debut, which happened to be against Ireland. But now I'm real excited. The head's popping off a bit because we're a day out. We're a day out from the Test match, and to talk about that and a bit of their rugby journey as well, we've got three guys in the studio. Welcome to the studio, new squad members: Roger Tuivasa, Sheik, Stephen Perifeta, and All Black veteran and All Black podcast veteran Finlay Christie. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Boys, we're a couple of weeks in, a couple of weeks in um, to the new year. How's it all been going? How's it been with the 2022 squad? Red. Uh, yeah, it's been good. Uh, it was a short turnaround uh, post the Super Rugby final. Um, we sort of played on Saturday and assembled on the Tuesday, so a couple of days to get sorted and a day to sort of knock the dust off, and then um, been into it since then. So uh, it's been good, just sort of getting rolling and um, meeting some new faces and sort of getting back into the. Yeah, back into it, and yeah, it's been good. Roger? Yeah, it's been, uh, like Red was saying, it's been awesome just getting to go up north um, to Kirikiri and Waitangi just to learn all about just rugby and what, what it takes to be an All Black, and yeah, really enjoyed the sessions up there and um, just trying to learn all the calls and the new structure, so <laughs> truckload of info, but no, excited to be part of the squad. Steve? Yeah, the same as Roger, just firecrackers going in my brains like, every day, but... Um, no, nah, it's been good. All the help the boys been given has, um, you know, made me feel that I can um, really focus on just playing rugby and um, not so much thinking about all the calls and all the information. Uh, that's it's a really good point you made, Roger. When we had Fozzie in the studio, he talked a lot about the last couple of years with COVID and all the challenges there've been. The All Blacks have almost been an away team, or they've played a huge amount of rugby away and haven't been able to connect with fans and community and 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 necessarily, you know, we've all watched the team on Sky while they're away overseas um, and haven't had the opportunity to to see the guys in action here. But you've made a real effort over the last couple of weeks to get out in the community and and see the people you play for, and and that's got to be awesome, doesn't it? Because um, there's a lot of passionate rugby fans out there and it looks like from the socials and all the things I've seen that you boys have been out and about mixing it up with, with all the New Zealand rugby public. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, especially from me growing up as a, as a Kiwi, everyone's a proud of, their, of the All Blacks and, and that's their rugby team. So to be out in the community and to show them that, you know, we're home, we're playing at home, you can continue to be proud of your team because we're going to go out there and put on a show for everyone and just be back here and, and do it in front of our, our friends and family means a lot. Mate, any part of the community that you particularly enjoyed, like any part of the country on the tour that you've you've enjoyed going to, maybe even somewhere you haven't been before? Because I know, um, you know, the country's long, and there's we've gone to sort of every little nook and cranny so far. Um, anything in particular stick out? Um, I enjoyed my time up in Kerry. Um, sort of reminds me of home uh, back in Wanganui. Uh, plenty of um, you know Maldives and um, Hati people, so it was, it was good to see all the kids out there. Um, but we went, uh, I think, Thursday, uh, the day before our last day on Friday, and we went over to Russell, and that was a pretty interesting spot. I'd never been there before, um, and I didn't know you had to ferry over. But yeah, that was a yeah neat little spot there. But a, what was that, a swordfish museum or 
the Swordfish. Um, oh, the Swordfish Club, yeah. Yeah, the Swordfish it's Club. It's the oldest one yeah. in New Zealand. Bit yeah. of history there, which is pretty cool. So. It's a pretty um, historic place in New Zealand, yeah. isn't it? You know, where um, sort of the early settlers came and, and a great place to mm. go and um, get set up for the week. Uh, boys, a few quick fire questions before we get into the guts of the interview, so I'll throw it around you. Um, can you remember, I'll start with you, Finlay, first All Black game you went to? Wasn't the first one you played, was it? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I went to a couple growing up. Um, might have been the semi-final versus Australia, oh, 2011, I brilliant. think. Yeah. Eden Park, yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. Huge atmosphere. Yeah, that was. That was all, how, what were you coming, what were you checking out then, age-wise? 2011, oh, I would have been year 11 at school, so what's oh, that, brilliant. 15 maybe? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, my first one, my old man, uh, took us um, to a Manusam War versus the All Blacks. Um, awesome. Yeah, that was, yeah, probably like 9 or 10 at the time, um, yeah. I think because um, it was very small, so more unfortunately it wasn't packed out, so tickets were quite cheaper. So yeah, I was lucky <laughs> to go and watch that. Awesome. Um, unfortunately, I'm yet to go to an All Blacks game. Yet to go? Yeah, I'm yet to go. So um, yeah. Hopefully, How good? Hopefully, fingers crossed when I make my debut. <laughs> How good? How good's that? Hopefully, yeah. the the first one you go to will be the first one you play. That would yeah. be outstanding. I look forward to that happening, and I'm absolutely sure it will, mate. Favorite All Black growing up. Start with you again, Finley. Anyone stick in the mind there? Was it another whippersnapper halfback, or was it uh, someone else um, that pops into mind? Nah, mine was actually Carlos Spencer. I oh, think. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, just a bit of razzle dazzle and <laughs> a few good haircuts to try to copy. So, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah, mine's Tano Munga. Um, yeah, mate, just a legend. big fan. Big fan. Yeah. Um, I can't go past DC. Yeah, growing up, I just yeah, admired everything he did. And, and yeah. probably got to kick around a little bit with him, maybe when he was spending time at the Blues. Was it was an opportunity to pick his brain and, and um, see how he ticked, or, or did you just miss him? Uh, not as much, because I was injured. Um, but I do... <laughs> so I wasn't kicking like around with him. I wasn't doing uh, much on the field with him. Um, but I do remember doing a circuit uh, with him, and um, yeah, he just blasted it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just smoked me, and it was me and Hoskins actually, and I just remember him pumping, yeah, pumping through it. And still had a big motor, the old man. It. It. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. has it. Yeah, bit of a freak, wasn't he? Mm. Boys, on the Spotify playlist, I'll, I'll give you one each for you, Finlay. What's on the playlist? Uh, in the gym, like when you're, because tr- a big focus for you is to try to turn into a big unit, mm. and that's the constant mm. challenge. When you're in there trying to fire up, what's on the, what's on the list, mate? Uh, either D and B or, bit of rock or, metal, you know. Yeah. yeah, just firing up sort of thing, just trying to lift the big numbers. Yeah, and, yeah. Pretty much. Us a few, us a few, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got you, bro. How yeah, good. Uh, Pre-match for oh, you, Roger? I'm a big Drake fan, and he yeah. just dropped a new album, so yeah. I just got his new album. Honestly, never mind. So that's <laughs> that to me. Massive. How good. And Steve, post-match, when the job's done, um, what do you go to? Um, I like the my mixes, eh? Sort of like DMB with, you know, a bit of drill. <laughs> <laughs> I have one or that, or one of the boys has, um, and it's sort of like a mix with Danza, Kuro, and... Um, I forgot the other name of the song, but it's here, a real upbeat. Nice. Yeah. Nice, I like it. And I know it's been a bit of a tradition in the past. Is someone on the playlist for the bus? Has someone been given that responsibility? Who's to a DJ at the moment? Because I know we've had guests on before who have said that's almost the most stressful part of the oh. job is trying to get the tunes right for the lads. There's a bit of a cross-section of what people like and, and that 
actually getting on the field and playing for the All Blacks can be the least of your worries if you're to a DJ. Yeah, I was on music committee last year for about five months. <laughs> and it was a pretty shocking start. As soon as we got to Australia, I lost my SIM card. And then my um, FBOS card got cancelled and I couldn't renew it. So for most of the tour, I had no no phone data and no, no FBOS card. So I didn't have Spotify or anything. So... Uh, it was a big battle, but how, how did you <laughs> we got overcome it? that challenge? What did you do? Uh, I had to get um, SoundCloud, and then you can download songs for free or something. And oh, but they're all like, like different admin. remixes, and it's <laughs> constantly at the back of the bus getting sprayed. But uh, we got through it. Character building that stuff. <laughs> yeah, isn't I'm it? just glad I'm not there this year. <laughs> Who is on it this year? Uh, Rossi, um, Falau, Falau, Aiden Ross, Aiden Ross, Ross. Falau, fucking yeah. third, on the third corporate. It's Stevie, yeah. 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 I feel I feel your pain, bro. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Do you have a committee about it? Do you rotate responsibilities per trip? Like how do we how do we take on such a huge responsibility within the camp? Yeah, we sort of share the load. Yeah. Um It's a good way to do it. You can't all be nah, you sort of take the yeah. heat, can't you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Pre training, um, busso there, yeah, someone's on the speaker and then yeah. on the way back back it'll be a different person. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good it's a good range. Rossi, <laughs> me and Allow. <laughs> Mate, I'd like to hear that playlist. <laughs> Boys, if we were to invite run someone around for dinner, you know, like modern men who can cook and host, firstly, who would you be inviting along to come along? Who would you invite along for dinner, mate? If you could get anyone, absolutely. I don't know. The any. chef at the hotel we're at the moment's pretty good, eh? He's, He's putting pretty out sharp. some spreads. So. You're cooking, though, mate. Remember, oh, you're, cooking. you're cooking. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, maybe Rog. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, probably like to get maybe have have Tan over. Oh, have yeah, Tan over for the breakfast. Legend. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I'm, I'm more of a, a breakfast guy. Like, so yeah, cooking some scrambled eggs and make him a coffee. Yeah, stick to your strengths. Yeah, that's it. Um, if you came for dinner, I'll probably ask him to cook. <laughs> um, yeah, so probably have Tan over. Just a few chats. Outstanding, absolute legend in the jersey, Steve. Um, I want to go big here. Eh? Um. Mm. I'm a, uh, I'm a little bit into my uh, NFL. Okay. So I'd, yeah, I'd like to get um, Colin Murray. Oh wow. Colin Murray over for. Yeah, one of your favourites. Yeah. Um, he plays for Cardinals, and I've I started to follow them um, when my partner was in America, and she was in Arizona. So awesome. I started to follow them, and yeah. He's not, a, he's not the biggest quarterback, but he knows how to get around the field. He's pretty nippy, so, yeah, I'd like to get him over. And what's on the menu, mate? If you bring over a big dog like that, you've got to make an effort, don't you? Yeah. Like, what's what's on the menu? You can't muck around with nah. sort of eggs on toast like over here. You've got to... Yeah. Steak and spuds, surely. <laughs> yeah, can't go past steak and spuds. Eh? Yeah. Medium rare. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah, I like it. That yeah. tends to be the trend. Like, do what you know, keep it yeah. simple. I like that. Outside on the new deck, eh? Was, um, <laughs> still yet to be blessed. <laughs> Boys, last warm-up question. If we get along to any sporting event, what would we get to? Finlay, what would you go to if you could get a ticket to anywhere, anytime? Um, what would you do, buddy? Um, probably be hard to go past the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just, I guess, one of the most well-known events, I guess, sporting-wise. Yeah, totally. Be a hell of a day, yeah. Roger? Yeah, it's, it's, I've been fortunate to go to a few sort of big um, American sporting games and Probably the Super Bowl, probably one for me too. Have you been to a Super Bowl? Or I haven't <laughs> been to a Super Bowl, any NFL game, but I've been to a couple of NBA games, big oh, soccer games in the UK. So yeah, probably this NFL game will be one more to tick. Steve? Yeah, and me too, yeah, Super Bowl. Cardinals. Mm. Cardinals. Cardinals in the yeah. Super Bowl. Stay in it. Mate, how good. How good. 
Boys, awesome. Like like we say, first um, first team, first camp of the year. Who are you rooming with, Finlay? Who they got you with? Like you're obviously, you know, you're an old dog now. You can call a few shots. You could probably even say who you want to room with. Like, who have they chucked Jim with? And and um, is he good? Is he a pest? Is he is he tidy? Is he messy? Like, what's going on? Well, I was actually supposed to be with Will Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> but he got uh, shot down pretty early in the week. So I've been on my own for a few days, and then um, uh, Mark Talea came in on oh, yeah. Wednesday night. So I've been with him since. So no, it's been good. Me and Mark get on well. We've um, been. Same team for a few years now, so it's been good fun. Rog, who they got you with? They've yep. got you with like a, you know, like an old master to show you the ropes. Have they mm. thrown you in the deep end with a with another fresh fresh player? No, I start off with Adi Sevilla. Oh, um, yeah, yeah oh, so that was yeah. good. We just um, play cards all day, pretty much cards <laughs> yeah. and coffees, and um, and then now with Jordy Barrett. Oh yeah, and Jordy, he's a big league head, so he loves yeah. his rugby league. So we're just constantly talking league, and <laughs> he'd um, just be perking your brain, wouldn't yeah, he? About yeah. And better. he loves golfing, but I can't play golf, so there's no not much chat around that. So, yeah, a lot of rugby league chats. Absolutely. Steve, who are you with, mate? Um, I first had Nuggy uh, yep. up north. Uh, yeah, he was good. He was good. Um, we had a connection back because he was down from fielding and uh, just a, a drive away, a 45-minute drive to Wonga, so we are just yarning about how I was back home. But uh, now I've got Braden Eno. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah, he's come on in. Yep. Yeah, he's a good lad. He's tidy. <laughs> not, yeah, nothing to throw him under the bus for, but no, he's good. He's all good. Yeah, well, that's good, mate. I think last year someone said, I think it was Lukey J, said that Ethan Black had spent most of his time looking out the window at the tugboats and had a few different things going on there as well. So you never know what you're going to get, do you, when you're rooming. But Finlay, for you, like you, you are second year in, which is pretty cool. You know, like last year, not necessarily a bolter, but had to be absolutely stoked getting in the team. You're back again because you've played so well. Like, is it is that different? You know, like when you're going into the camp, you feel like a little bit, not necessarily more confident, but you know what's coming and, and that means you can hit the ground running so you can just get, get on with the job and don't have to worry about maybe some of the anxieties of, of what might be coming first, being an All Black. Yeah, spot on, I guess. Um, just knowing what's coming in the first few days or the first few weeks um, helps a lot. I remember last year I was... Oh, just so nervous going in uh, those first couple of weeks, constantly checking your phone if you're like missing meetings or <laughs> no trust of yourself. Making sure I had a few blowouts <laughs> early on with um, alarms going off in meetings. I was so nervous about missing stuff that I was setting alarms for every meeting and then forgot to turn a few off and they went off in meetings. So um, yeah, just just knowing sort of what's coming, like you said, is um, is pretty helpful and um, yeah helps get the ball rolling early on. Roger and Steve, for you guys, first time. First time in the camp. You know, you're at different sort of stages in your sporting journey, but, like, it's new. You know, it's, it's first time for you guys, first couple of weeks. What's been your first impressions um, of the camp? My first impression is the All Blacks is, a, is another level. They're on yeah. their, another level of their own, and I'm, I'm where Red is now. I'm constantly checking my phone, <laughs> make sure I'm wearing the right things. I'm, I'm on time to my meetings and, and where I need to be. But, yeah, just firstly, I'm just trying to understand my role and understand the the defensive and attack system for the ABs and um, yeah, once I get that going I can start to compete uh, but first it's about understanding my role Yeah, I'm exactly the same um, they, as much as you know all that stuff going on um, I feel that the environment sort of opened itself up for all the boys have opened themselves up to just help out and make us succeed, um, succeed and thrive in the environment and not sort of hold back so yeah, as much as it is overwhelming and um, with all the stuff that's going on, learning new plays, all the calls and uh, meeting heaps of people, um, it's just they're, they're all there to help and, um, you know, make us enjoy the time. Awesome. And, and the thing is too, like we've, 
you know, the last couple of guests we've had on, we've had on Richie, we've had on Fozzie, and, and there's there's excitement, like, for this June test. Like, maybe sometimes Northern Hemisphere sides might be a bit fatigued. They, you know, um, might not come down with their, their full squads, but that's not happening here. We've got a great rivalry with the Irish. Um, it's created some real anticipation. They've brought a good side down. Um, and that's got to create um, sort of a bit of excitement in the camp. Like, the boys must be pretty fizzed about the challenge, knowing last time they knocked us over. Um, have you noticed, probably... You, more so you, Finlay, with, with your experience. A bit of edge, you know, like in the team, knowing that the, the first test of the year is an absolute challenge um, from a team that we've developed a fantastic rivalry with. Yeah, I guess um, you could say that. Um, obviously, Ireland are coming with their tails up after uh, winning last year, but um, the main thing we spoke about is just how sort of excited we are to be back at home. And um, obviously, with the long tour last year um, on the road a lot, um, how awesome it'll be just to to get the first test match um, at Eden Park, um, you know, the home of rugby in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, more so a lot of excitement, but at the same time with, with any game um, for the All Blacks comes a lot of edge and, I guess, a lot of expectation. So. And I know, boys, in the Super Rugby final, you didn't get the W, and, and that's hugely disappointing, but it was, it was a big occasion at Eden Park in front of a heap of people. It was awesome, and it was probably something the, the rugby community needed here because it's been a challenging couple of years. While you didn't get the W, like... A good experience, though, you know, an experience that puts you in good stead for big fixtures um, coming up this year and, and the rest of your career, career Roger? Oh, yeah, especially for me personally. Yep. Uh, I grew up in Auckland and I was away for, for two years, relocated to Oz. So to be back playing playing for Auckland and then to be in a final, that was, yeah, that was overwhelming. And see Eden Park like that, I've only been in the stands when it's packed out like that. So to run out, fireworks, everyone out there screaming and full crowd, that was, yeah, that was awesome. And... Yeah, glad we got a taste and unfortunately we couldn't get it, so hopefully makes us hungry for next year. Steve, you enjoyed the occasion even though didn't get the result? Yeah, I'd, I'd never been in a packed out Eden Park um, for a super game. And so, yeah, the atmosphere and the energy they brought um, was another level and, you know, the atmosphere was just crazy. Um, it was enjoyable, although we lost, but um, uh, we took a lot of learnings and, um, yeah, another step for the future. Boys, we've got a team named, which is exciting. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them, but just wanted to, to chat on a couple of things. Um, firstly, Leicester, debuting on the wing. How good. And I know we had, um, I was listening to um, the Waddle Lab podcast, great podcast, and it had Sammy Kane on. And one thing he said is Leicester's tough to tackle. Like, he's, he's a big unit. He's got a good leg drive. And, and Sam's sort of known for his hearty defence, you know, like he, he stops people, he, he does dominant tackles as, as much as anyone, but he said try to put a couple of good shots on Leicester and he, and he didn't necessarily stop him in his track. So that's exciting, isn't it? I know Finlay, you've played a bit with him as a Tasman boy. Um, think he's got a lot to offer um, tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Um, he's, he's, he's had such an awesome season and um, very, very physical. Um, like you said, hard to tackle, so... Oh look, he'll be he'll be um, outstanding, I reckon, and hopefully takes his opportunity well. But he's very young still, and yeah, um, yeah his future is pretty bright. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, we've got Bodie at ten, you know, in a position that you've got a lot of experience with, and you've worked alongside Bodie at the Blues. Do you think he's in a in a good spot? He's had a fantastic Super Rugby season. It's been someone that you've been able to learn off, you know, like you've been able to um, chew his ear and and help with your development as well at the Blues. Yeah, for sure. Um, we did spend a lot of time in the Blues just connecting around um, sort of our roles and how we see the game. And I think for him, what I'd, I've noticed in the AB's en environment is that 
it's nothing's really changed for him. Like he's carried that same um, uh, mental game and his ability to prepare uh, with whoever he needs to connect, connect with, and that's with the coaches, that's with um, you know all the players around him, um, myself included. I'm asking him questions left, right, and centre, just about the players. But yeah, he's in um, he's in a good space, and yeah, he's going to go good. Yeah. Awesome. Boys, I wanted to, to go backwards a little bit and just talk a little bit about your rugby journey, like where it all started and your first rugby experiences, whether it be at a junior club or at school. Like, Where did it all start for you first, Steve? Because I think I'm, I haven't done any research on this, so this could be completely wrong, but I think you might be you know, one of the only players in the squad or the only player in the squad to play a bit of Heartland rugby, which I think that's a, that's a bottle cap question in itself, isn't it? I think you've got the wrong person there. Yeah, so my last year of school at um, at um, Wanganui Collegiate, uh, so our season finished in May and that was halfway through the Heartland season, so, um, or was it June? Yeah, a bit later, but there was still half a Heartland season to go in. Um, Jason Kasky at the time, who was the head coach, uh, gave me a call and yeah, said if I was keen to have a run around with the Heartland boys, and oh, look, it was probably one of the uh, the funnest times of my life. Yeah, um, coming out of school, we're getting you know dominated and pumped from every team to a pretty dominant um, Heartland pack. Big boys who could just give me front foot balls. Yeah, pretty fun. And um, although I was underage, uh, underage they probably played rugby for other reasons. Yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. after after matches and the beers after, but. Just yeah, with your no, mates, wasn't it? A bit just, of fun, yeah. like, like sort of the reason we all get started to play yeah, footy yeah. with your mates and for the love of the game, and that's very much what what Heartland is. And you, and you got a taste it. of that, which yeah. was quite cool. That was it, and um, yeah, I was I was getting looked after because I had um, a couple uncles in the team too. So yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, mm. awesome. And mate, I just want to chat a little bit about last year. Um, what was uh, I did a bit of research with with one of the Naki Hardcore coaches, Jared Hoiwata, and he was calling you pair of future. And, and um, but the one thing he said was, "What a fantastic uh, player and leader you were in that group last year." Um, and it was almost getting back to the Naki and, and having a full season on the tools. Almost was a um, quite a significant moment in your career, wasn't it? Because your form was good, your confidence pr- probably grew, and and um, it was a. It was an outstanding season you had last year, and it really set you up for for the Blues, and now now an All Black, which is awesome. Yeah, um, last year was huge for me. Um, a bit of sacrifice had to I had to do to just to you know put my mindset and and the way my body was you know able to perform week in week out. Um, so yeah, I had to sacrifice a, a bit uh, through my preparation. Um, but yeah, the license, um, the likes of Jared Hoyata, um, Neil Barnes, who was head yep. coach, the license, license he gave to us as players um, just meant that we could just go out and play, play rugby without you know having to to worry about too much. So yeah, that gave me a bit of confidence leading into the Super Rugby season, and I sort of wanted to take that um, into this 22 season, and um, yeah, it's worked out all right. And mate, do you see yourself? Uh, are you a Fifteen who can cover ten, or you a ten who can cover fifteen, or or actually these days, um, rugby and positions can be so interchangeable that you're happy to jump in anywhere for for any team, any time. I'm happy with either or. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In this in this modern game, I think um, if you can play ten and fifteen, you sort of yeah change roles mid game or you slot in that first receiver um, sometimes. So yeah, for me at the moment, it's 
nailing both really yeah awesome and, and just a little bit of intel saying because obviously you mentioned before you love your your nfl and, and the cardinals and that but but like so far just so far the fantasy forms rubbish like is that true or <laughs> um just i mean i mean, I, I, I just where get these things sent to me you know where's the source from where's <laughs> the, the source is is big jared how you are who's not sometimes oh. the truth is is you know um, not necessarily his priority, but that, that's that's the all he's giving me, mate. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Um, <laughs> look, I'll give you my, my first couple of years. I was clueless, headless, <laughs> just didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I think I drafted like three quarterbacks early on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I made semis. I made semis last round yeah. um, last year, and then I choked. But Maturing, yeah, I've, I've been better, yeah. yeah I've been, been better, better lately. Oh, yes. It's a harsh judgment. Harsh yeah. judgment. yeah. <laughs> totally. And, um, Rog, for you as well, where, where did it all start, like, in terms of, of your rugby journey experience? Can you can you take us back to those early days when you first chucked the boots on, or it might have been bare feet? Yeah, yeah, and as a um, young kid, um, mum was just trying to find somewhere for me to drain my energy. So it was <laughs> yeah. a bit much. Um, you were a pest so, around home, yeah, was it? Something like that. And um, mum put me in, um, mum and dad put me in East Tamaki Rugby Football Club in under eights when I started played um, yeah fortunate to play underneath a coach named Eric Rush yeah brilliant he's a, a legend of um, the game just a champion um, man as well champion, isn't he Rich yeah. he like tells the, one of the great storytellers of New Zealand rugby yeah, as well yeah, yeah. Oh, he, was, he was a great coach and um, him and his uncles and, and, and my old man coached us right from under eights till I went to high school and I played for Edu College um, rugby and then on my last year of high school I made the switch to rugby league and, and we never ran pursued in our career Mate, you, you, um, what position were you back then? Like, where did you, um, you know, because all your first experiences are with rugby, did you chuck yourself around in different spots or, or had you specialised, um, you know, by the time you got to high school? I actually started at 10 um, and I played number 10 right right through and then... Um, that ball get passed much or was then, it just a lot of footwork? <laughs> no, that was, yeah, there was a bit of, <laughs> bit of passing there. But um, then um, my a family friend, um, Milani Nanai, kind of um, came over in a... East Tamaki as well, so I got moved back to 15. So then, from then on, I just played fullback um, right through my my age groups, and yeah, I was lucky enough to um, finish on the wing for New Zealand schools. Awesome, and you know now you're back um, playing footy, which we love. You know, um, you know, fantastic first season with the Blues. But what what pulled you back to to rugby union? Uh just a just a dream, just to try and chase that the ultimate jersey, um, and and to be back with the family. I think. COVID was the big push for me. Um, just I couldn't be away from my family for more than three years. I got two little kids and my partner here, so I had to come home and yeah, and sort of gave me the chance to chase the ultimate jersey. So that was a big push. And I know for everyone, but like Steve and, and Roger in particular, get your comment. Like family's really important, isn't it? Like to be able to play in front of family, yep. to be close to family. I know family's been really important for you. Like um, it must be. I don't know, it's not a, a not a reward for the support they've given you, but you must be very proud to be able to say that um, you've made the All Black squad and, and that's a, probably a representation of the support that they've given both of you over the years. Is that a, is that a fair call? Yeah, that's spot on, man. Um, my family are just, yeah, over the moon and, um, yeah, words couldn't can't describe how happy they were. I, I got back home after the announcement on Monday and uh, chatting to Dad for about four hours just like about memories and um, you know how I was growing up and everything that he sort of did for me and um, yep. I was telling him you know how, how thankful I was um, for him doing that so yeah it's huge um, but yeah hopefully I can uh, get the opportunity soon and yeah they can be 
100 percent you will mate and, and roger for you to be you know you've done so much of your sporting journey overseas you know like away from new zealand so to be back around family um must be amazing yeah it's awesome um similar when i got the announcement on the monday um just calling up my family tears of joy all around and yeah i'm just yeah real grateful to be in this environment and that's something you can only only dream of so to be here it's yeah it's a blessing and similar to um stevie just just waiting for the opportunity to to actually represent the jersey and and the nation yeah Finlay, we had a chat to you last year about sort of the early days of your rugby career. Now we're in a little bit of a different phase, mate. Like you did fantastically well to get into the All Blacks last year, played bloody well, played really well again um, in Super Rugby. And you're not only in the squad, you're on the bench on Saturday. You're one of the two guys um, involved, which is a, a reflection of how well you played. Is your mindset different? You know, are you more confident in who you are as a player? You know, like, because you've got some real value to add when you come off the bench on Saturday um, once Nuggies needs a breather, you know? Um... I guess, yeah, I guess um, a, a good season adds confidence to you, but uh, at the same time, um, you know, you just, especially in the All Blacks jersey, you just want to get on there and sort of nail your role. So at the same time, uh, pretty nervous. Um, but, yeah, like I said, just excited um, to be able to get that opportunity and um, run out for that first test on Saturday. And probably if you channel it properly, competition drives performance doesn't it and you are probably in the most competitive position in the country we've got you know five or six outstanding halfbacks and, and you've got the nod but that probably um, gets you out bed in the morning and, and make sure that you're doing all the things you knew, need to do to stay in the jersey I suppose. Yeah like you said competition very healthy and um, especially when you're sort of um, can be good mates with the guys you're competing yeah. against so um, I've done that most of my career um, managed to I guess just be friends with a lot of the halfbacks, we sort of get on well, so... Similar um, type of humans, aren't you, yeah. halfbacks, you know? Like, you're always just... Stuck always together. just poking and just, just chipping away. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like at the Blues, um, get on very well with Sam Nock and yeah. um, young Telfer coming through, so... Yeah, like I said, we compete with each other, but at the same time, we're great mates off it, and um, I've learned so much from um, Nuggy and the All Blacks environment, and I'm very grateful for that, and um, obviously for Lau Fakatava coming through is yeah. an awesome talent, and... Um, can't wait to see him get out there and get his opportunity too because, yeah, he's a freak. Seeing things he can do, um, it's yeah, outstanding. Mate. mate, I absolutely knew you've been playing bloody well, mate. Guys, um, our partners at SAP pride themselves on powering the best run team, so we're going to ask you guys to help identify some success factors on and off the pitch. We'll take one each today, I think, and, and you jump in, boys, whoever wants the first one. In your time with the All Blacks um, or any team, are there any common factors for success that run through those teams? Being part of the All Blacks, I just I just like how they cover all the details, all the minor detail, and they don't leave any um, stone unturned. You know, they make sure that they get everything down pat, and it just makes it a well-oiled machine. And yeah, it's just being being all lucky the little to stuff, see eh? it. like yeah. everything. Yeah, everything they cover it all, and um, just just watching it just makes me want to take it back and run my household so much. <laughs> my kids are crazy, so I'm just trying to work out how I can take it back there. But yeah. How to no, make I, just, the, uh, I just love the details. Two of us, the Sheik House, a best run team. Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Constant work on. Fellas, um, is there anything you've done to continue to grow as a player, like um, to, continue to continue to develop in your career? Um, yep, definitely for me was um, just accepting that I, I sort of didn't know everything. I didn't know everything and being able to ask questions. Yep. Um, so asking if I wasn't unsure, you know, how do I, how do I do this? Like my kicking, um, 
I'm asking Bears, you know, how do I position the ball to, you know, kick it low and hard or in my goal kicking. So I'm constantly asking questions for tips. Um, and if I'm sure, I make sure I walk out of that room um, knowing that, you know, I am clear and that I do know. Yeah, mm. awesome. I love that. And uh, is there any particular personal team that you admire, admire or consider a best run team, um, whether it be one that you've seen inside and been involved with or just admire from afar? Um, is, are we allowed to say All Blacks? Uh, for me, yeah. Um, coming in last year and just seeing how it's run, um, it's a it's a real eye opener. Eh? Um, the amount of people behind the scenes um, that I guess the public and that wouldn't see um, is just crazy. There's, oh, just yeah, managers for everything and um, people organising every sort yeah. of facet of the yeah. You know of of what needs to be done, and um, seeing how how well they run it and how smoothly they operate. Um, yeah, you, you you can see um, why the All Blacks are pretty pretty good. Boys, thank you so much. I know you got a little <laughs> bit of stuff to do this afternoon, getting ready for the match tomorrow. It's a beautiful day in Auckland. Weather forecast looks good tomorrow. Finley, good luck. I know you're on the bench, mate. Um, I, I hope you get a good amount of game time and get in there and mix it up and play rugby like you have been on Eden Park all this season, which has been going fantastically well. Boys, congratulations on making the squad for the first time this year. I'm excited to uh, see you get the black jersey on for the first time and, and see what you can do, but it's obviously a result of the great form you've had as well in the lead-up. So um, thank you, boys, for coming in. I really appreciate it, sharing a little bit of... Uh, um, your story and the environment for the All Blacks and, and good luck tomorrow and hopefully um, the season can get off to a good start. Well done, lads. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers. You the All Blacks podcast is powered by our official cloud software partner, SAP, helping our teams in black be the best run in sports. Hosted by Rob Dunn in the Hargrave Street Studio. Produced by Carl Thompson from Blue and Ginge, the podcast producers. Video editing by Mac Leesberg, graphics by Western Design, content advising from Andy Burt, and commercial manager for the podcast is Valeska Hoth. Follow the All Blacks podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts.